Welcome to Aferradi Sprint's podcast. I start tonight with a very simple question. What is the worst thing, stupidest thing you've ever heard from a girl? If you're a girl calling from a guy, if you're a girl calling and you like girls from a girl, what is one of the stupidest things you've ever heard? One that always... It used to irritate me, and then it puzzled me, then it amused me. Uh, and now it's an indication that the person really doesn't have much social savviness or much to offer, but one that I really, really, really <laughs> used to dislike was when you start to address somebody and their best answer is, that, that, that's okay. You know what I mean? You heard people, or girls, or people tell you, like, uh, uh, that's okay. Like, they don't even want to tell you, I don't want to talk to you right now. They go, that's okay. I often respond, like, what does that mean? Does that even mean anything? That's okay. What does that mean? Okay? So, uh, I noticed there are more uh, callers on the line. Do remember that if you're called something like that, you please press star six to mute your line so we can keep the line clear until I take some questions. Star six will mute your line until we take some questions. And I also have the opportunity to do it on my side. I hear a little buzz. I'm going to do it on my side. All right. Good. It's clearer now. Thank you. So uh, there's, of course, outside of pickup and seduction also feedback, things that people could tell us and so on. But here is the deeper question. What do you tell yourself? What do you think about you? And frankly, it remains a little bit of an unexplored area. Sure, a person could listen to affirmations. Sure, a person could want to boost their self-esteem. Sure, a person could practice positive self-talk. And all of that is great. It's great preparation. Yeah? At the same time, it goes beyond that. It also goes to what do you tell yourself as a reply to somebody telling you something about you that you do not like to hear. And what is the impression at the time? Is the impression that... Yeah that they're doing the right thing and you're doing the wrong thing. So Aphrodite's Prince podcast, as it continues to grow every single week, is to help you to strengthen an untapped area, which is your own self-relation, which all other matters of relating with others depends on that because at the end of the day, you are you with you. So we learn how to refine that. Now, I'm going to give you a very practical exercise. If you're listening and driving, you could always listen to the replay afterwards and do the exercise on paper or in your phone, taking notes, or at least, and you can also do it now and do it in a way, welcome, and do it in a way, uh, do it verbally. So, here is the exercise. What if you were to hear from the inside? 
not the outside. The most supporting voice, what would that voice sound like? What it, would it feel like to you? And I recommend that you do the exercise. I give you a couple examples. You collect ways to define the qualities, the nature of that voice within you. So here's a couple examples. I would want mine to be the most supportive voice ever. So I don't depend on other people giving me the support that I may need or seek or think that I need. So imagine, we add to the list, we start the list with, it's the most supportive voice within. Uh, not only supportive, caring. Of course, one goes with the other one. But ima imagine, from within, the most caring voice within. That no matter how others may care, or if they don't care, that you care more for you than anyone ever could. So the most supportive, the most caring. The other one that comes to mind would be empowering. And by empowering, those are just words. Don't stumble on the words if you don't relate. And know that each of those words could have sub-words to further define. But empowering, meaning it will be a source of inspiration, motivation. Why don't we add those two words to the list? Inspiring, motivating voice within. Enriching also. How about entertaining? If you, for whatever reason, are spending a moment with yourself, you feel enriched. You feel also entertained. What about also the most reassuring voice that it will be right away from the get-go? Because if we really observe our voice within or voices within, it consists of sometimes a succession where we end up reassuring ourselves, but we also do things to ourselves where we traumatize ourselves. You ever do that? I was dealing with a matter today and I caught myself traumatizing myself. Or I was telling myself within, in a very subtle way, it wasn't a loud voice shouting, but I kept on lining the words that could happen and why it would be so messed up. We could induce a, self of, a, a, a state of fear. And then what if all emotions are self-induced? They're the result of how we talk to ourselves and what we focus on. So we add to the list. Think of a few. In a moment, if you want to voice one or an idea that you have, let me know. But again, we're doing a powerful exercise to begin to activate within the voice that will be the most supportive, encouraging, loving, caring, motivating, enlightening, entertaining, ever. So we backtrack. Oftentimes, we may not voice something to a girl that we want to talk to or something because we are concerned that she may voice something back. Whatever she may voice, that's not really the problem, is it? Because we cannot control what people are going to say. The problem is that we tend to think in that moment 
that her opinion is more valid than ours, or if you're a woman listening, then, you know, it could also be in a professional setting, in a family setting. We, in that moment, when we feel irritated because of something somebody said to us, it's because we think that it's valid, more valid than what we may think ourselves. It might also be that because we don't think very high of ourselves. So no voice is going, that, that's, that's the biggest bullshit I've ever heard, okay? You know, if you're, let's say, suddenly you're with someone and uh, they start to tell you weird stories, they're coming, they're following me, and they have a conspiracy theory, and maybe you want to be polite and you don't tell them straight up to their face, like, that's the biggest shit I've ever heard. But there's a voice on the inside that recognizes that it's the biggest shit ever. I don't know. Maybe you giggle, maybe you go, man, that person, what are they thinking? So what if that was to kick in gear? Suddenly a girl goes like, uh, no, no, uh, you know, maybe I was thinking about it. I don't think I can see you anymore. And you go like, what a foolish decision on her behalf. There must be something seriously wrong. She has really poor taste. Then you would feel different. Then you would find a new form of liberation that will allow you raise your standard, go for what you really want. Go for what you really want and express yourself freely and independently. And you would not be fearing what could happen because if it did happen, you would be fine no matter what. So now, one tendency you'll probably have hearing this, you're going to first, the majority of people out there would think, yeah, but I don't do that. Think again. Hear it again. Because that's also dependent on the conditions, the setting, the people around us. See, a person may be like, yeah, I feel pretty good and so on. And then suddenly somebody, they find out that somebody was talking behind their back. And that starts to bother them. And in that moment, they start to talk to themselves going, like, man, I can't believe they would do that. So that's the voice of pity. Or why would they do that? If another voice kicked in gear and said, hey, people will do that sometimes. I don't know what the deal is with them, but I know what the deal is with me. And I feel good. And if they want to think like fools and they're unaware of the greatness within me, it's their choice. But I'm not that. I'm not them. So it doesn't fucking matter. And then self-relation would be to not jeopardize the rest of the enjoyment of your day, to not jeopardize your productivity, to not jeopardize your own flow, your own well-being. Because of anyone, anything, any situation, self-relation will be almost like you showed up somewhere with people that you care about, and then something weird starts to happen. You know, I've gone to so many nightclubs and so on that, let's say suddenly a silly fight starts to break out right next to you. And you're with people, and everybody cares about each other, and they go, let's not stay here. Come on. Let's go where it's safe. Okay? Or you show up somewhere, and you realize it's not that great. Maybe it was a concert, and... Yeah, you look at the other person, you go, you want to go somewhere else? And they go, yeah. Okay? So imagine exercising that for us wherever we find ourselves mentally, emotionally, to pull ourselves out of that, to invite ourselves to a better place, a better reality, a stronger place, a different mindset, and to be there right away. So if you think of that voice, what would that voice, second question, what would that voice tell you? So the voice that is the most supportive within you and that is the most also able to, the most efficient voice, the most 
considerate voice for you that if one day you notice yourself like kind of a little bit like affected that it would have the consideration that we would not tell you, oh, come on, man, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, like the false idea of how a man should pick himself up, like what the fuck am I doing? But if that works for you, whatever works for you, you know, and then what would that voice say? Second part of the exercise, would it tell you I will always be there for you? I care so much for you. You can count on me always. And then what will be the efficiency of that word, voice? Okay? Meaning, for example, it would notice that you are a little too harsh on yourself. And instead of staying into like, man, why did I do that? I can't believe I did that. That voice would right away go, no, no, can't have me in that level of distress. So right away, almost like the SWAT team is right there. The voice would be there and say, hey, that's okay. Ease up. There's a beautiful day ahead of you. I'm sure there's something you can do about it. Imagine the, the, the voice, like almost like the greatest coach you ever witnessed. The person that you know you can count on. That when you hear that person, you know you're going to feel better. You know. And you know you can reach out and the person will be here. Imagine hearing that voice within you, and that's the standard. So then, then the real work begins. Then if we think about that, if we have just a glimpse of that, we become able to notice that the majority of the time, that is not the case. The majority of the time, us for us, me for me, you for you, you by you, it's often harsher than we would ever dare being with others or than those who dare being the harshest for us. Imagine suddenly somebody is really stranded. You, you ever passed by a situation and, and somebody like fainted, they passed out on the ground and everybody's thinking somebody else is going to take care of it or what? Well, that's not my problem. I don't know. Uh, we're concerned for safety and so on. And people just pass by and pass by. Sometimes, we keep ourselves one entire day, two days, or a week without going, hey, I, I got to respond to me. I am in distress. I got to help me right now. Or we lay the problem, we lay the problem, we lay the problem, hoping that a solution will come, no solution will come. Or we play the devil's advocate to our own disadvantage. We could also make a list of all of the silly things we do to ourselves. Or we make promises to ourselves that we break. Or imagine, you know how easy it is for a guy, and if you haven't done that in a while, I promise you, sooner or later, a girl or a series of girls or a group of girls are going to come around, and they will have you do that, okay? Suddenly imagine you're outside a fucking nightclub and there's four playmates that arrive. They walk up to you and they go, oh my God, look at you, that look and so on. Yeah, we forgot our wallet. We want to be inside with you. I pro we promise you, we stay, we spend the night with you. Cover charge is 20. All right, watch how quickly you're going to be 60 bo uh, 80 bucks, four girls inside with me. Even if your rule is like, I will not pay for a girl. And if four playmates don't do it, sooner or later, a girl that will be a little more sexy, a little more beautiful, a little more attractive to you is going to cause you again to start to want to give in. Pitching. Okay. You have like a couple of friends and they call and they go, hey, man, I'm stranded. I need a ride. Dude, get the fucking Uber app. Okay. But suddenly 
you met that beauty, you had sex three times with her, the sex was mind-blowing. And you're thinking, wow, I look forward to the next time I'm going to have sex with her. And then she goes, hey, I was wondering, I'm stranded. I mean, we could spend a little time together. You want to give me a ride? Even if you know I shouldn't, you probably will be in your fucking car. You probably will ditch your buddies. Okay? But how often do we do that? How often do we just go instant remedy? I'm in distress. Let me be there for me. What can I do? And have healthy internal conversation. Okay? Because the problem is oftentimes it's a monologue on the inside. It's not a dynamic of a conversation. Oftentimes we go like, oh, man, my problem is this and that. And we say it to others and we hear it. We also hear the voice on the outside. So it's double impact. It's not only you when you're by yourself and you're talking in your own mind. It's also us, you're saying things to others. But notice it's lacking, it's lacking a response. It's lacking a part that goes, okay, I understand. I want everybody on this call, and forgive me for saying I want, but I'm here to really help you, so it's out of my dedication to encourage you to act on it now. Okay, everybody on this call to think about what is your current biggest distress in life? What is your current biggest distress in life? It may be of a financial nature. It may be of a love nature. It, it may be of a lodging nature. Uh, it, there's got to be something somewhere, somehow. As you think about that distress, and I don't mean you to, to, to feel bad and so on, then what follows within you? Whatever that distress is, what follows within you? Is it the most loving voice that says, hey, I know you've been wrestling with this. I know it's been uneasy, like sophisticated, like, like beyond any coach or therapist, any really master of language and communication, internal communication. But I promise you, there's got to be a way. And I know you're not thinking that there's a way right now, but we will do everything starting right now. We're going to remedy. We're going to change this for you. We're going to change your conditions. Or if suddenly you have a little sudden urge. Okay, here's another great example. And then I want to take some questions. I'm going to open the line. Okay, but I think this is like right on the nail. And I'm very happy to be able to share this prime information with you. Because I think that you infuse just a touch of awareness of that and start to work on it. Meaning one of your commitment could be, I will identify what's really being said within me. And I will, or when I'm in distress, and I will remedy more promptly with my own input. It may include go see a healer, uh, get a resource, read this. Absolutely. And that will come to you more naturally, and you'll do better if you support it. Because there's also people that come to the right seminar, they're hearing everything, but on the inside, they go, man, I don't know, it's hard, and I tried, and you know, like, yeah, I heard that before. Replacing all of that with a brand new voice. And it's not a voice, per se, that, that the solution is the voice. It's more of a, a change in attitude and aptitude to go, okay, if I want to talk back efficiently in the world and pitch in, I got to start with me. I got to be a master communicator with me. No matter what happens, I'm going to be so skilled that I can take myself out of any distress. Here's the next one, desire. This afternoon, I'm walking on Melrose. I love to do there. And there's a couple of stores that I've walked in in the past because suddenly an item of clothing was like, oh, my fucking God, I need this. 
And I remember this instance where suddenly somebody goes like, oh, you, you look like a rock star. Yeah, I can make a jacket for you. And I'm excited, you know, a little compliment. Yeah, I look like a rock star. They give me the fucking rock star treatment. You want a, a refreshment? Sure, I'll have a water. Wow, this is good water. This is, this is good, pricey water. Yeah, I remember seeing that in the best mini bars in the best five-star hotel, sipping my water. The idea seemed phenomenal, phenomenal. Suddenly a voice tells me, what about the fucking price? I say, before we go any further, I love the experience. And yes, it'd be cool to have a jacket. But what's the fucking price? The guy tells me, oh, for you, a very good deal. $10,000. I go, what? $10,000. Now, let's imagine. There is somewhere, somehow, something you really want. Yeah? You want to attend something. You want to go to a different uh, location. You, you want to move to a bigger place. You, you want a certain car. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Fuck those people who constantly create an either or. Okay? Uh, it, it's all about how it's done and where it's done and what else is there. A person could be totally spiritual, awake, know that it starts within first, that it's not going to make them happy forever, that it's not the end solution, but along the way. There's no uh, merit in having shit condition. So suddenly, let's say, that that little voice told me, you know what, I really want the fucking jacket. So now there's a desire. Now you were the chick that desires something. Now you were the child that desires something. What do you answer? So then what do you answer to you when there are things that you know you want them so fucking bad? Do you answer like the rest of the world in a way that's discouraged? Because we also, where did we pick up how to talk to ourselves like that? We hear it from others. And is that really the way? So I call this the voice of Aphrodite, the voice of ultimate reassurance. And wouldn't it be quite phenomenal if no matter what you're going through in life, the first thing that comes to your own rescue is you in a way that's efficient, in a way that's pleasant, and in a way that is so determined it will stick with it until. Wouldn't that deserve at least a touch of exploration? I mean, if I never thought of it that way, and I hear this today, part of me would be, fuck, let's give it a shot, right? Because I'm training this voice already. But another person's voice could be like, yeah, if only. Another person could only be interested in what we know already. Do you know what is the number one enemy to growth? Thinking that we know. Because when we think that we know, we don't grow. So being open, being okay with not knowing and exploring this idea. Okay, this is Aphrodite Springs Podcast. I'm Vince Hollywood Kelvin. I've been doing this podcast since 2004. There's been so many renditions. We did it live from Project Hollywood at some point. We did it live from the marina. Uh, I did it on tour. Um, we had the real kings of pickup with my spiritual brother, Raj Shepard, motherfucking Dibazar. We're about to do an event. Heads up. Okay? It's called Catalyst. It's in two weeks from now. He's in L.A. We're also going to hit Adult Con. Then it's, it's going to be fucking phenomenal. So heads up. If you're all, uh, a regular, you contact me as soon as possible about that. There will be a special Valentine event also where I'm going to talk about how to make love last. How to really nurture it. What does, and the subtitle will be, how does a pickup artist do love? 
Meaning, we're not going to be like everybody else where it's like, hey, sweetheart, we don't do that, okay? And you may have multiple partners, but eventually it's got to grow through time. If you ever had like a fuck buddy or something and then it comes to an end, it's because you need to know how to nurture and grow it through time. And the references we have in the world are even lesser, lesser. At best, people settle and coexist or are fucking codependent. I'm going to do a very special event, a pick-up party, the seducer's take on how to make love last and grow. The, the, the trick with the title will be we're going to cross off the word last and we're going to replace it after that by grow because that's the key. We don't want it to last. We want it to grow. Fuck lasting. And if you grow and you're in the wrong situation, your growth is the remedy. And if you grow and there was turmoil, your growth is the remedy. So it's essential to grow. But what do most people do in a relationship? They start to slack off. Okay? There's a big difference between one year down the road than the first fucking date. We all know that. We cannot be that. We need to address all matters. So, uh, and more recently, it dawned on me that I wanted to contribute further. And yes, I have plenty of resources and I'm happy to answer questions. See, the premise is this. Right after now, if you have a question about how to wing or, or whatever it is, or a life matter, all questions are welcome. Yet that premise, if you give it a chance or beyond a chance, will help you because that's the core. If, let's say we have a person, and it didn't matter what people would tell them unless there was so, some, some element of uh, something helpful. You know, some, somebody told me today something, and I was like, yeah, you're right. Thank you for telling me that. They voiced it quite well, but even if they had said it like an imbecile, okay, every time an imbecile says something to me, I go, is there 10% that I can benefit from? So, uh, but imagine somebody is uh, telling you something, uh, that, uh, telling that person something they dislike. And on the inside, they go, <laughs> that is so untrue. I know me. What would happen to fear of rejection? Gone. What would happen to approach anxiety? Gone. What would happen to, well, I got blown out of sex? Gone. What would happen to, well, it started quite well, didn't go that far? Gone. Gone, gone, gone. All those problems were not the cause. They were the effect. The cause and the cure resides at the level of self-communication beyond what we have known up until now. This is not like positive self-talk because here's the problem with positive self-talk. Yeah, it gives you a boost. I do it every single fucking day. Yes, it gives you better references on how to talk to yourself. Beautiful. We keep that, okay? Yes, it is also good training. It provides you with new references, but it is not treated to the next level, which is integrated in your relation with yourself. Because on a day when we feel good to go, I feel good, I feel good, I feel good, okay, is one thing. Or to do it most places. But in that moment when you went back without knowing it, to hatred, self-hatred in your relationship, could be something simple, suddenly you realize you forgot something, you go, man, fuck, what's wrong with me? You're in front of the most caring person 
in the world and they go, fuck, what's wrong with me? And you can tell that it bothers them. Are you going to keep it at that? Look at them and stare at them? That'd be pretty fucking evil. Or are you going to tell them, yeah, what's wrong with you? Even if there is indeed something they can do better, what if it's fueled like, hey, I wouldn't take it so harshly. You're doing absolutely awesome. Forgetting something is part of the human experience. Now we're going to do everything we can to remedy. Even if we're a little late, we'll arrange, we'll inform people. Uh, let's assess first. Was it really needed or can we go without that? No, it's my cell phone. I need my cell phone. Okay, you left it at your place. All right, let's get Uber right now. We're at your place. I'm calling them, telling them we're late. We're getting your phone. I love you, man. Wow. Okay. So it's the infusion in the moment, which you could also be like the girl didn't show up. What, how do you relate? What, what, what starts to happen within? Oh, man, I, I, I guess I went too harsh on her. Why do girls do this? And it's ongoing and it plunges you forward, but we're survivor, survivors. So it's time to honor ourselves with hearing, developing uh, that voice and, and using it to build a self-relation that's like no other relation. And, and then you know you rely on yourself. And then it's also, I think, very healing because oftentimes we, we are too dependent on others. We, we want others to solve our problems. We want others to, to show up for us. We want others to approve of us. We want others to... So, so then it's unorganic and we make somebody else more important than us even if those people are very important to us, uh, it's hard to give money when you're broke. So those are my thoughts. Those are my ideas. Uh, I'm a long way from mastering this, but the awareness of it, what a wonderful gift. We have a little bit of a record of attendance tonight compared to this past couple of weeks. I'm excited. We opened the line for, I'm not going to say questions because it deceives you. To request to clarification, to a quick hello, to anything of your choice that will contribute to your social success and part of social success and your success in life. Since we're talking about communicating to yourself, it's important also to give yourself the permission to voice yourself with others. Because notice another aspect of self-relation. Imagine some, somebody somewhere with a family member and then they get embarrassed. Maybe you had some uncles or so, so on that were embarrassing, okay? Or you go somewhere it's important for you and you're with someone, you go, but don't say anything, okay? Uh, maybe at times it's necessary to do that with other people because we don't know how they could jeopardize. But why were we with those people at the first place? Maybe we're forced. But to do that to ourselves, you find that fair to suddenly kind of go like, oh, no, I'm not going to say something tonight. Like, like you're pushing the person behind. Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. That's my son. Uh, I'm kind of embarrassed. Uh, but... Don't, don't listen to them, okay? So to you, it should be pushing yourself forward. But if you have to push, it's not organic. Why? Because you're not recognizing your self-relation does not include, hey, why would I be so special that my voice does not matter? And also the equation, if we're here to be more social, one thing that's helped me a lot throughout the years, a lot, a lot, a lot, is to seize opportunities when it was not so important or unrelated. I mean, it could be something as, as silly as you enter the bus and you, you voice yourself just a slightly, slightly louder. You go, okay, one ticket. Wait, I got the exact change. And you say that well and, and you say it strong. But well, what does that fucking matter, Vince? I want to get laid. Well, if you cannot do it there, 
then how do you expect to do it in front of a beautiful woman or a woman that you find beautiful to voice yourself freely? You can't in any setting start to, I'm going to voice myself freely. So scary. I voice myself freely everywhere. I don't hold back. I don't hold my throat back. I don't, I don't stay quiet. I voice. And then how can we also, and then the benefit is the more often you do it, the more you realize, hey, it's okay. It's okay. We're all one. Part of we're all one is so we're all in the same boat. So don't wait for others to do it. See, if we're on that call right now, and suddenly in a moment I say, what questions do you have? And nobody asks a question. That means we have all those callers. Uh, that means that in the world it's probably the same. If you're in an elevator, don't wait for somebody else to go. So everybody. I know we don't talk in elevators, but how's everybody's day going? So if we wait for others, they're going to give us a bad example, and they're going to make it worse for us. So don't wait for others. Be here for you. All right, so how could I further be of assistance at any levels, any matters, any aspect of... Ah, I hear a little something. Mm-mm. Was that just somebody blowing their nose? A couple of you guys are muted. I muted you. You can unmute yourself with Star 6. Hi, Vince. This is Paul. Let's go. Question ah, for you. I heard uh, from you in uh, quite some time. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, it's been kind of busy. Uh, it's been kind of busy, but uh, still going out uh, with some of the guys around here and doing the thing. Uh, question topic that I have, the value of the complex explanations that are multifaceted versus just uh, simple models. Uh, I'm not hearing you anymore. Strange. We're not hearing you, Paul, anymore. So until Paul... Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Wow, that that seemed like very complex. So (laughs) the value of what? Yeah, I guess what my question is, the guys who've advanced uh, fast seem to have followed very simple models uh, in game. Like I mentioned, you mentioned one guy from Australia who came down, and you just told him, go talk to those girls there, go do this, go do that. He did and he advanced fast versus the other multifaceted uh, complex models that require interpretation. They just, I seem to lose the value of them, that they just seem to slow the process down. There's a lot of bass in, uh, on your line or in your voice. You already have that beautiful, like very deep bass. So um, it was, it's interesting. Uh, so basically, you can you restate your question uh, just once slightly more simply? What is it that that you're after? What are you trying uh, to 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 achieve by asking the question? How can I help you? What what would you like? Sure. What is the value of focusing on uh, the multifaceted models in this art while you're learning versus just going out and doing simple models, following simple models? Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm laughing because I'm trying to find a, an example of uh, um, asking, uh, what is the value of um, having a cell phone uh, while you also have a computer at home? I mean, I, I'm... Uh, not understanding where the, that train of thought began. 
So it might help you to backtrack a little bit. The value of first, you, 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 I, I guess you're referring to the multi-dimensional uh, modules, the, the newer version of it. Multifaceted models, like for instance, dual direction. There's so many layers to it and different ways it can be applied versus just taking a simple model that's derived from that and going out and doing it and not worrying about the rest of it. Well, how much have you done of either one? I'm doing more simple models these days. And how's that working for you? That seems to be advancing things further, being able to get numbers. Um, versus just being kind of in a gridlock. The dual direction is not designed necessarily to uh, get phone numbers. But, uh, so what do you do with those phone numbers? Well, just text and message and uh, just take things as far as they can go. And how is, as far as they can go? Well, sometimes you get to see the person again and spend more time. Sometimes they don't respond. Um, Define spending more time. Define spending more time. Well, just advancing uh, the relationship further, maybe making out, okay, getting let, a kiss. Let, um, okay, how many, how many make-outs and kiss have you gotten recently? Uh, this weekend, just one. One. And what was it, a make-out or a kiss? Kiss. A kiss. And was it on the lips or on the cheek? Cheek. Cheek. Are you pleased with that? This is, this is giving you the fulfillment you want as a man. This is making you feel like, okay, I'm scoring high in the area with women. And again, gentlemen, uh, I'm not attached to makeup, to lace, to anything, okay? But I'm committed to assist others to find greater fulfillment. So if you go, okay, uh, you've been doing this for quite some time right now, going out on a Saturday, you may get a little kiss on the cheek, okay, and that's good for me, then there's great value in what you're doing. If you want more, further, then that's when dual direction comes in. But as with any model of any type, uh, one model that is discouraged is to flip your question around and instead of stating an outcome, for example, go fastest way to turn a kiss on the cheek into a makeout and be fine no matter what. Then you got a question or recommendations to turn a kiss on the cheek into a makeout. But if you answer your question and then you turn your answer into a question, then it gets very complex. And from that complexity, you notice that one of the goals of uh, one of the many benefits we write will become a more efficient communicator. Okay? Um, I don't know how many people on the line did clearly understand your question. But they go, okay, I know exactly what he's talking about. I know exactly. For me, it took me giving it some thoughts. What is he really trying to say? and so on. So um, there are certain models that work uh, better than ever. Anything we want in life, we, we, we got to give it all that we have. Uh, giving it all that we have, for example, if somebody picked up martial arts and they go, I want to learn the thing with the hands, 
but I don't want to learn the things with the feet. If somebody went to the gym and they go, I want good triceps, but that's all. It would create an imbalance. So why not make as many headways with simple models, see how far they take you uh, with, with any form of model, but make the headways, okay? And th- that's, what, that's what we're doing. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on to the, the next question. Uh, I appreciate you being on the call, and I wish you very well in uh, your endeav- endeavor, and I hope you find clarity and so on. For me, I specialize in, in – for me, there's got to be prerequisites before I can help you, okay? Uh, if you come and you're not sure, tell me I'm not sure, then you can still make that choice. If you come and you want and you don't want to go, so then you're not sure. No, 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 I'm sure. Well, then, uh, let's be sure and let us, for example, help you to turn a kiss on the cheek into a makeout. Okay? For example, the way I would recommend, uh, you, get, you, you, you get a kiss on the cheek. And was it you who kissed her or her who kissed you? It was her who kissed me. Okay, so you kissed uh, a, a girl on the cheek. No, she kissed me on the cheek, actually. She said she was leaving, and then she kind of kissed me before she left. Otherwise, okay, so like, it, how do you it, take that it further? Very well, yeah, so how do you take that further? Well, it could, it could very well be that she didn't want to take it further, and she thought, okay, let, let, let's plant a kiss on his cheek, so this will be done. So I don't have to deal with, like, any more than that, and I'm okay kissing a person's cheek. Could be that. I don't know. I wasn't there, Okay. Me, I would surprise her. I would say, whoa, that's very forward. As I would say, that's very forward, I would grab her hand. That's dual direction. Because in one direction, I'm telling her, like, whoa, like, that's too much. But because in that moment, they don't expect that we escalate, I grab her hand. And I'm going to say, slow down with the kissing. Now we're still talking about kissing. I'm holding her hand. And who's the person that's kind of, not knowing where to take this next instead of you being dependent, you have flipped the frame around. Of course, you would have to be fast, to be smooth, to be pleasant. It would be dependent on everything you've done before, how you framed yourself, uh, how you dressed yourself, how you impacted the richness of it. Why was she leaving at the first place, too? And if she planned to kiss to depart, was that mutually agreed? Were you like, I've had it with this girl, I want her to go? Because you also need to learn that if you want a girl to stay, there are ways to get her to stay. And let's say in that moment, I would have said, let's start milder than that. Here. And I would have pretended to plant a kiss on her hand, which at that time would have made her laugh. And then I would have pulled both of her arms closer and whisper in her ear. Uh, that was the cutest little birdie kiss ever but I'm not sure that you're ready for a true kiss. And then I would have leaned back, still holding her hand, look at her, and I would have started to say, you know, kissing is interesting. And I don't mean that we have to kiss anymore than that cute little bird kiss. <laughs> that will be quite memorable. Now I'm going to stop here. And I'm going to say that if a man is truly committed... Unless you could say, I love it, Vince. Check this out. Then what I do, 
I whisper in our other ear, and I go, okay, watch this. Okay, and we're rolling. But if a man is truly committed, and he hears as much as was said right there, okay, and he doesn't want to fucking jump on that, then the real question is, what if you are unable to recognize value in something because of your initial lack of truly surrendering to success? See, here's a great combination of words. Surrender to success. Because in the end, at the level of self-relation, we are our biggest cog blockers. You started your question in a different way. Your first question, you said, when that guy comes from Australia and so on, and you give him direction, you're referring to a story you heard from me. When a guy came from Australia, that was the distance, and I told him, there, go, do this. And he did it. He didn't go, yeah, but, oh, I used this method. No, I used that one. I haven't. He did it. And then we're out of peace, and we're out of peace. And then you say, versus a person who goes for something more complex. Okay? And uh, it's, it's totally understand, understandable. And I want you right now to choose self-love and appreciation for the fact that here's everything you already got going on. You voiced a question on a call where maybe there's some guys that wanted to voice one or some girls, and they didn't. Wow. Remarkable. You've been busy. Who's not busy? Okay, so busy is a cute little excuse, meaning I didn't focus on this, but you're making headway. So you are still in this. If you're still in this, that means there's something in here for you. Otherwise, you would have bailed a long time ago. Like, ah, no, that, 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 that stuff is not for me. You got those two pieces. Now, add that third one and stop thinking that you need to decide what you're going to learn, what you're not going to learn, because you're concerned that you may learn the wrong thing. When, in fact, with the proper attitude and self-trust, anything you're exposed to can enrich you. So you can go fast, plus it's not that complex. You are not in front of a computer going, okay, uh, I learned how to turn it on, but I'm not going to learn how to... uh, open an app. Uh, I'll open the app, but I'm not going to learn how to use the app. I spent three hours yesterday using a new app on my phone, made some great distinctions. I didn't just say, oh, I don't want to get the app. So be wise and use your time in a way that serves you and encourage yourself to do that. And I promise you that it's only going to take you further. It's not an either or. A common thing we're all suffering from is that we think it's got to be one and not the other. Sometimes, yes, but right there. Make some headways and decide. I'm kissing girls. February, Valentine month, wouldn't that be the best fucking month for this time to go? I'm kissing girls. Now, I may not have all the answers, but I'm also known as the kissing saint. I ended up not following through with it, but I was in touch with the World Guinness Book for the Records of Documented Makeouts. Sure, there might be another guy that gives you a distinction on like, and add this. And I hear that and I go, brilliant, add this. But at the same time, take while you can take. I remember some, some time ago, Tyler Durden, you know, was, uh, and I were having a conversation and we realized that there are guys who will go to him and go, yeah, Vince Calvin says, and they're not going to hear what he says. And there's guys that the same guys come to me and they do the opposite. 
So they are simply people, wherever they go, they enter with apprehension, with fear, with reservations, and they, they say, give me, don't give me. Help me, don't help me. So you must resolve that at the core and decide to really help yourself. And this, this podcast will really help with this. Okay? Thank you, Paul. Thank you. So uh, what other quick questions would you guys have before we wrap up tonight? A great recommendation also is to join. Uh, I have an elite group that is not advertised, so it's by inquiry only. And I have the group where we, at 9.30 p.m., they're going to get probably a good 30 minutes to an hour of me, and that happens every day. It's called Aphrodite's Print. So if you want to take it beyond the podcast, you like what you're hearing, you want to turn it into daily drill exercises, then join Aphrodite's it's a membership we're on every single day to coach you further. I'm looking at the time, and we might be able to squeeze in one more question. I have a question. It's Pat from Miami. Pat, how are you, Pat? Doing pretty good, Vince. How about you? Good, good. Good, good. Hey, uh, uh, the question is going to be this. I've heard people say don't don't push the seduction too fast, and um, meaning don't push it faster than what it should be. Or, um, but to make a long story short, usually if I get a girl that comes over to my house, I'm gonna push it pretty hard, and maybe it's because I have a girlfriend on weekends, so they can't have the weekend and stuff like that. Um, I don't want to spend money on these girls because that's, that's just going to cost too much if you're dating a lot of girls. So to make a long story short, do you think for guys that are in my situation, push it hard and just let it be what it, what it is, meaning if, if she never comes back again, you don't get a day two, a day three, a day four, screw it. That's just the, the risk-reward mm. that we're doing. <laughs> yeah, Pat, that, that, that's, that's very interesting. I think there's... There's a similarity with the question before, Cap. Yeah. So the similarity is, is this. First, props, dedication, and also brightness. A student quoted me not too long ago. I said, being bright is both a blessing and a curse because that means you sometimes will also come with super bright wrestling with yourself, meaning your, your, your explanations in any direction is going to be bright, so it better be an explanation that serves you. So obviously what, what I hear in both questions is you're searching for models. You're searching for a way to organize what you should do and how you should do it. You are dedicated and bright, and you succeed not only maybe to some degree in pickup, but obviously not to the degree to which you want, but you succeed in other places. So you take bits and pieces from what you learn in other settings to try to construct models to help you do even better with this thing. And those models are, are lacking, are lacking. I want to refer to, uh, I want to give you an example of models that will accelerate your learning. So here's, here's how I would structure it personally. 
I would not, you know, there was that old story. I think it was Ross Jeffries who used to tell that story. I say it fast. Somebody wants to learn how to drive, and they go somewhere, and the person tells them, only drive at the speed limit. Then they're on the freeway going at the speed limit, but every car, because it's not really crowded, is going faster. So then they end up creating an accident because they're going slower than the traffic. Okay? So then somebody else tells them, go at the speed of the traffic. So then they go speed of the traffic, and they're the unlucky person. Everybody else got away with it, but boom, they get a ticket. Okay? And suddenly a wise person tells them, go with what the conditions require. So why don't we take that to start? Go with what the conditions require. Okay? First, there is a crippling in all forms of um, game that you can go with in which we all been conditioned so deeply that we're unconscious that it's happening to kind of make sure that the girl lacks us sufficiently that she will go for it. It's fucking backwards. Okay? So at the core, remind yourself, you are there to honor you, not her. You can honor her for as long as you're honoring you. So if you like for things to go fast, then find girls that can keep up with that. Not like, oh, I should slow down for that girl. Then you don't have the right candidate. Then it depends on more than just one thing. Depends on your level of skill and your awareness of your level of skill. So develop your skills up to a point where, hey, uh, if you go going fast, then works for you. I go super fucking fast because I know there's always another one. And I also have done it long enough to understand that, that for as long as I take steps, it's impossible to encounter 20 girls and not have one that is a little more open, a little more ready, a little more to your liking and you're to her liking. So then I just have to go fast with 20 girls and bingo, rather than just uh, uh, hesitate. So it depends, your level of skill. What are you after? Who is the candidate? And then I would add, there's a few more categories, but I would say those three. There's also enough for that experience we're doing more and more of that, okay? It's, it's a little bit out there. It has elements of metaphysics, but every account has a password, right? Every account has a password. So that means everyone has their, their own way to kind of surrender and open. So that becomes an interesting topic of seduction, of conversation and I would play with that a little bit and I would also furthermore project like imagine that you're able to detect through an inner intelligence what combination gets her to surrender right now Uh, also you know let's say we have three guys one guy is scoring super high all levels he's well dressed he's kicking ass he's kind of known he shows up at a place, people go, who is this? We have one guy that is doing pretty good, and we have one guy that really didn't address much of uh, gro- his growth as a man. Okay? Now, the first guy goes fast with a girl. The second guy goes fast with a girl. The third guy goes fast with a girl. could be the same girl. And the first one causes a disaster. 
Uh, the second one, she goes a little further. And the top one, she surrenders. And you go fast to find out more. And there's also then the quality of how you go fast. Okay? Because for me, my game is based on, I got to know what's going on with the person. So I will trigger her just a touch more. Because I'm not interested in pleasing her. I'm not going to try to please somebody that I don't know. I'm going to be pleasant, not pleasing. So I'm going to go and find out who's that person. Is that, does that person have anything of value for me? I need to find out. So I also don't want to kind of establish it where I'm so like going through her hoops that eventually she starts to like me because I'm creating a fucking monster. That means that she will have known me like that. I'd rather that she knows me a little bit like, who, who, who are you? Like, like, even if she's a touch irritated. And then whatever comes out, I use that to further escalate using dual direction. I use that to further seduce. And I'm also ready to disqualify. So you could go at it with a model of like, well, I heard somebody. Who was that? See, the, 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 the sad thing is that whatever we hear from people is one thing. You know what it is? The furthest they were able to take it. So you got to make sure that you listen to those who have taken it far and wide and wide. You know, all those guys you used to go like, well, you don't need high energy game. To those guys, you turn around and go, sure, let me ask you something. Show me high energy energy game right now well uh, you know you don't really need it I know just for the sake of it show me high energy game I can't so why is the guy saying you don't need high energy game because he was never either dedicated enough to master that as well he's not versatile enough okay because once you have game you could see a, ga- a type of game that's completely different than yours and you could go, watch me do it. Okay? I, I want to tell you something that really moved me. I'm walking down the street, AZD, Arash Jepal, motherfucking D-Bazaar, and me are spending a, a very unique moment that came randomly where we're like meandering. We're just walking the street. We don't know. He was on radio. We're coming out of the ra- radio. He fucking killed it, you know, at a level that's above and beyond. He owned them right away. So beautiful. And then we're talking, and we have two different styles of game. Me, I'm like, I like to touch a little bit. And I don't mean touch, kino. But I like, I, I like to see what's passing by. And it's not, I don't go, I'm going to pick up that one. It, it's a, an ongoing little thing that I got where first I like to constantly sharpen my ability to know how this person is going to respond to being exposed to me. I want to know it in advance. So I toss something, even if I have zero interest or it's not even something I consider a pickup, I will toss something to let her on be able to confirm I knew it. That's the type she was going to go, ah, thank you, and give the goofiest fucking smile. I, I'm so good, I know it in advance. Or sometimes go, ah, I didn't expect that. 
look around. Are there clues? So it's all study. It's, it's, it's fun. Okay? And also I like to find out just in case there's like, I mean, Hollywood, it's like the cattle call. You know, sometimes they bring 300 people for a part just in case, just in case somebody is like, wow, we got the right person. And oftentimes they may have turned 300 into 1,000. And at the end, they spent all that money. There were refreshments. It was organized. They had, they had contracted all sorts of different companies to do it, and they never find the fucking person. It's all good. Yeah? So I do a little bit of the cattle call system. AZD, he preserves a sense of like such I, – I don't want to put words in. I would let him do the explanation. But he, he preserves a sense so it would not – match his model to do that we laugh and so on and at some point i'm starting to do what he does and i witness it was almost like it would have made you laugh anybody that knows me well azd tossing stuff at girls on the street vk style and i go look at that that means that this guy is so fucking good that in in seconds he can do what i'm doing that's fucking refreshing Okay? So watch who you listen to. Okay? Make sure you study everything from AZD. You're here with me right now. And uh, if the best you can bring is like, I heard a guy don't go. Who is the guy? And if a guy can go super fast, like the fastest we've gone was five minutes, straight to sex. Not every day, not all the time, not every girl. Clear. But done. And not done once. Done, 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 done. Okay? Or 15 or 20 minutes or 30 minutes. Put a little video on Instagram yesterday. I woke up one morning. I'm like so tired. I see somebody that I know and I, go, oh, I, I don't recognize them. And I quickly want to get uh, a beverage. I'm out of water. I go downstairs to the show. And I'm realizing, man, you're fucking tired. I, I didn't even dress or anything. And... Um, Suddenly, there's this girl, and I opened her in the worst possible way. Like, I look at her, and she's looking at me like she's all scared. And I go, I- I'm looking. I-, I didn't even, made no sense. And then, five minutes after that, we're in front of my door, making out, and she comes upstairs. It's early morning, unexpected, and so on. So, a co- continuously acquire models that are a little more maybe mature and that can take you further and go back to a core of being the selector. And in conclusion, here's, here's the core ingredient. If we have a guy and he goes fast and suddenly the girl starts to go like, no, you're going too fast. And in that moment, Unless the girl is indeed, yeah, I know, you, look at you. You're sexy, and I, I agree. I agree, you got me, okay? But he goes fast, and the, um, the girl starts to show, like, no, you're going too fast. And his internal voice goes, like, maybe for you, but I like what I'm doing. Feels good, okay? Now we have another guy, and... The girl maybe tells him the same thing. And the guy goes, oh, shit, yeah, I'm going too fast. I shouldn't. That is the difference. Because the first one, maybe not that girl, another girl, he's got the most potent attraction ingredient, which is he owns his choice. And he will not 
disown his choice if it is not somebody else's choice. From there, you can play. From there, you go, aha. So we should go very, very, very slow then. And then he makes her laugh. And you go the other extreme. And you go, so I expect that by summer 2019, we might, might hold hands. The guy is so smooth that as, as he makes her laugh that way, it fries her fucking brain. He's holding her hand. Now you're holding your hand saying, I expect that by summer, but it's not summer and you're holding your hand. Unless that's all too soon. Now let's go over her hand. Okay? So now he's the one in the lead. Then that means that by New Year's 2020, we might be at the level of a little kiss on the hand. He grabs her hand, he kisses her, and he lets go. Which, if my calculation is, is all right, Summer 2021, I'm caressing your hair, and I plant a gentle, soft, easy kiss right there. And you don't even kiss her, but she feels your breath and the warmth of your lips. And obviously, you're a well-groomed man, and you smell super good, a scent that she, she thinks she recognizes, but because you have learned the art of blending different scents that, that they cannot really tell what it is and maybe got a touch of pheromone and anyway you're so well dressed that you got the fresh mess, smell of, of linen on you and, and you, you're doing good with your business so you got new clothes so that too kind of gives it an aura and then you go of course I'm not going to go all the way to finally 2025 has come and here we are doing it, baby. At that point, if she accepted all the other ones, you pretend that you're grinding her, you dry hump her for a second. Because we are going to wait. Because going fast is only a matter that belongs to time, like the clock ticking, like every new year. Going fast is what happens to people when they're older and they go, oh my God, time went by very, very fast. Wow, the guy also is like not only well-crafted with hypnosis, but also frames and psychological influence, persuasion. Wow, what a fucking package. Now, I could go on like that and add a few more things you could do and add to this. Or I could backtrack to the core models that allow you to learn that stuff fast a mission of following one recommendation that uh, is in just one direction to know multi-dimension. Sometimes, you know, the speed and the velocity of the seduction is like sex. Sometimes you want to go really fast, and sometimes you want to go as slow as possible. And, you know, I mean, for so many people, sex is such a big deal because... Sex starts with sensuality. Wow, now the guy knows some tantra as well and, and, and sex stuff to that degree and how to arouse a female, so female arousal model. Now, sometimes it starts with sensuality. And sensuality is being in your senses. Like, can you feel right now, even though there is space between us, even though it's going very slow, Almost like in a movie when they want to emphasize something or repeat a victory and they go slow motion. See, even silence 
can be very, very sexy. So, sweetheart, grab the hand. I'm not attached to this going fast or slow. I know my ways, and uh, it's up to you if you want to know and discover ways that are mine. But all I know is that I'm enjoying this. And even if nothing ever happens between you and I, even if 2025 never comes around and we never go to dry hump each other. No, in 2025, we do it with even more clothing or less. Okay, so we could go on and on. By, but by now or before that, the girl forgets. You want to learn the kind of game and seduction that causes a girl to forget about her own bullshit programming. And when do they forget about their own bullshit programming? If they witness a magical moment on the screen, they don't go like, that was fast, or it's not a magical moment, but when they do. So we reverse the equation. Here's a more, uh, a more uh, who am I to say? Here's a potent model, at least in my humble opinion. Here's a potent model in which you know that you make headways. You don't cripple your learning with poor models of learning or unrelated models of learning. Okay? As you do that, you expedite your learning. You become multidimensional, multi-crafted, and you reach the catalyst effect. The catalyst effect is that moment in time when you have so outperformed anything that she's ever experienced with a man that she gives herself full permission and she violates her own prior decisions which were, which were bullshit. So you now also are a sexual healer because you have provided a woman with an experience that her own crippling and prior experience and the bullshit of men that were not skilled before or even perhaps assholes would have not made possible. So now you are also a magician in her life. Now, what kind of girl would it take to really be able to appreciate and enjoy all of that well, certainly not a girl whose best answer would be like, it's kind of going fast. Okay? What, what, why is she doing? She couldn't tell. She was not lived enough, experienced enough, studied enough, researched enough to know that the indication of your velocity initially and uh, the interest you radiated towards her and how you went at it meant that you were not there to spend the next six months communicating via text. So she needs social help. She's too slow for you. Okay. So it was very interesting. I appreciate everybody so much. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. Pat, I also love one aspect of your question is that it really elevated the call. So genuinely, we're, we're all the same. You know, I found myself wrestling a little bit today with unrelated matters. But um, I needed to hear everything I heard tonight and it's important to, to, to live at the level where no one is better uh, than, than anyone it's that level where we're all facing life and it's puzzling and it's intriguing and so on so I think that a common thing to avoid is that we, we're very dedicated we have potential that still needs to be determined and automatically we're if you're a man listening, you have a very high sex drive, so you want it real bad. You want it so much that, that you, you start to search and you think that it's going to be that thing or maybe that and maybe that. And, well, 
we can't escape the fact that in life you build your job, you stay with it. What are the uh, common success equation? Uh, does it take to decide to be successful, take some steps, and then you succeed? No, it's usually you decide, you refine the decision for time, you take some steps, you succeed a little bit, you, you, you got to get back to the drawing board, and you, and you do it. So uh, I think that if you've been calling for some time and so on, you're at a better place than ever before to really take those gifts and uh, enter fully. And you're still welcome to call and hear me and go, yeah, he's got some good points. But um, I think there is more here than just a few good points. So don't, don't be on the fence. Come, come and let me help you with the uh, best that you can reach and have. Okay? Thank you so much, everyone. That's it for this week. And we'll be back next Monday.